In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Usually, when the Church celebrates feast of one of the female saints, we read the parable of the ten virgins, the five wise virgins, and the five foolish virgins. And today, we are celebrating the feast of Saint Marina, the ascetic, who actually was falsely accused and she did not defend herself and lived all her life persecuted, looked down upon her, and she accepted all this with gratitude and thanksgiving to God. And they did not discover her innocence except after she died. And many miracles came and happened from her body. This parable is speaking about the believers. All the believers called virgins because we are betrothed to our bridegroom, our Lord Jesus Christ. So this parable is not speaking about everyone in the world, whether they are believers or non-believers, but speaks only about the believers, the bride of the bridegroom, who are waiting for the second coming of the bridegroom. And the Lord Jesus Christ classified them into five foolish and five wise. And he chose number five because number five actually symbolizes human being, the five senses. So he didn't mean that the 50% of the believers will be wise and 50% will be foolish. But number five just symbolizes humanity, human being, because of the five senses. So he is saying some of the believers will be wise and some of them will be foolish. One of the symptoms of wisdom is to know the importance of the time and to redeem the time. You heard it today in the Pauline letter from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians walk circumspectly as wise, not as foolish, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Walk circumspectly, not as foolish, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. What did he mean by redeeming the time? Redeeming the time means the word redeeming means you, you compromise something to save something else. So redeeming the time, what we need to compromise in order to save the time. Save the time in order to do godly works in this time. Because the days are evil, meaning 
we do not know what will happen to us. Every day we hear infants, children, youth, adults, senior citizens pass away. So no one knows when his life will end. The foolish virgins did not redeem the time. They did not have oil in their lamps. Oil is the grace of the Holy Spirit. They did not kindle the grace of the Holy Spirit. They quenched the Spirit in them. They grieved the Spirit in them. That's why they did not have any fruit. That's why their lamps were not shining. There is no light. And when the bridegroom came, they tried actually to do something in order to be filled with the Spirit or to be to have some good works, light in their life. But it was too late. The door was shut. And because of this, the Lord told them, I do not know you. Depart from here. I do not know you. Although they were believers. And the Lord concluded by giving us an advice. Watch therefore, for you do not know the hour or the day in which the Son of Man is coming. Watch therefore means redeem the time. Look for your time. You don't know when the Lord will come to tell me, give an account of your stewardship. So, if we want to walk wisely in our life, we need to know the importance of time and how to use this time in a fruitful way. And the church chose this passage and we pray it every night in the midnight hour prayer, in the first watch. As if the church every day is reminding us the importance of watching, the importance of watchfulness, redeeming the time. Because if the Lord comes suddenly and we are not ready for this moment, how will we stand before him? And how we will give an account for our stewardship? And let me tell you some facts about time. The first fact that the past, you cannot actually bring it back. The time that passed, you cannot bring it back. And the future, you have no guarantee on the future. So, what actually you have control over is the present moment. Is the present moment. In order to redeem the time, you need actually to sanctify the present moment and to use it for the glory of God. 
One of the verses that St. Paul mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31 said, Whatever you do, whether eating or drinking or doing anything else, do it all for the glory of God. He is saying that every moment in your life you need actually to glorify God. Some people uh, categorize their life into a spiritual time with God and time with the world. For example, when I'm in the church or I am praying or reading the scripture, I call this time with God. But if I am working or studying or playing or exercising, I call this time is not a spiritual time. This classification is not right. Because when we live our life, whether we're eating or and drinking, whether we are playing, whether we are studying, whether we are exercising, whether we are working, whether we are praying, we need actually to do everything for the glory of God. And in this way, when we are glorifying God in everything we are doing, we actually are transcending, transcending our time to be eternal time. Because now we are doing it for God and by God and through Him. But when I classify the time into time with God and time away, just doing secular activities, this means the other time I'm not glorifying God, I am separated, I am disconnected from God during this time. And this is not right. This is not right and not healthy for our spiritual life. So, redeeming the time means sanctification of the present moment and doing all our activity for the glory of God. And if the time is so precious like this, we should not waste our time. We need to compromise unfruitful activities in order to spare our time for fruitful activities. We waste a lot of time on social media, on TV, phone calls. Just we are wasting time. This time, actually, we will give an account before God for each moment and minute we waste A wise person should not waste any moment in his life. He should use every moment for the glory of God. So, as I told you, the concept of redeeming, I compromise something to save something else. So, I compromise the time that's wasted on TV or social media or whatever. I compromise, I I sacrifice this time 
in order to use this time to help somebody, to help a needy person, to ask about a sick person, to visit a prisoner in prison, to search for a lost sheep, to do something at the end for the glory of God. This is the light that the Lord was looking for in the lamps of the wise virgin and foolish virgins. But unfortunately, the foolish did not have any fruits in their life because they were not filled with the Holy Spirit. So redeeming the time means to compromise all these unfruitful activities. Actually, you heard also today in the Pauline letters, St. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 5, don't participate in the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather rebuke them. Don't participate in unfruitful works of darkness, but rather rebuke. So we should not participate in any activity that does not produce fruit for the glory of God. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Another concept of redeeming the time. God gave us this time, it is a time of salvation. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden and God, God kicked them out of the garden, he gave us this time to work out our salvation with his grace. And he came and fulfilled the economy of our salvation. And all what we need is to live our life focusing on our own salvation. In order to focus on our own salvation, we need the grace of God and also we need to discipline ourselves. These two elements go hand in hand. To have the grace of God and discipline ourselves to live the life of repentance. This time is given to us to be filled with the Spirit. In St. Paul, in the letter today, in the Pauline letter, he said, don't be drunk with wine in which there is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, spiritual songs, and singing melodies in your heart to the Lord. So he's saying the foolish people will get drunk with wine. Either literally get drunk with wine (coughs) or get drunk with the pleasures of the world. And when they get drunk with the pleasures of the world, 
their life will be full of dissipation. Their life will be unruly. Their life will be ungodly. But we as Christians, we should get drunk with the Holy Spirit. The person in order to get drunk with alcohol, he should drink until his body is saturated and lose control to the alcohol. That's why his conduct will be full of dissipation. St. Paul used this analogy and said, we as Christians, we need to be filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit means let the Holy Spirit saturate and fill every single part in your life. And as the people, they lose control to alcohol, lose control to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit control your life. These people, when they lose their control to alcohol, their conduct, their words will be full of dissipation. When we lose control to the Holy Spirit, then when we speak to one another, we'll say psalms and spiritual songs. And our heart from within, we will have actually uh, singing and chanting melodies to the Lord. So, redeeming the time means how to use this time that was given to us in order to be filled, to fill your lamp with oil, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Then your words, your actions will be light to the world. This needs a lot of discipline. This needs, you, you need to be disciplined in staying away from the temptation and the pleasures of the world and also disciplined in your prayer, disciplined in your reading the scripture, disciplined in your fasting, disciplined in your repentance. All the spiritual activities that actually make your lamp be filled with the Holy Spirit. Then you will bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life. And bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit is the light. That's why the Lord told us, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And you are the salt of the earth. So, redeeming the time means sanctification of the present moment. Because that's all what we have control on it. Means I compromise the unfruitful activities in order to spare this time to use it for the glory of God, means to use this time that was given to us, the time of salvation, in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to lose control to the Holy Spirit means to let the Holy Spirit control me completely. Then my lamp will be filled with oil and I will be uh, carrying and bearing in my life the light, the fruits of the Holy Spirit in me. So when the bridegroom will come, he will find me ready. 
So the question to each one of us, am I from the group of the wise virgins or from the group of the foolish virgins? If Christ comes right now to me and tells me, give an account of your stewardship, is he going to find my lamp full with oil, full with the Holy Spirit? And I have the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I have the works, the good works of the Holy Spirit in me. Or my lamp is empty, like the foolish virgins. And I have in my life the unfruitful works of darkness, which we were instructed today to rebuke them. Let's ask God to fill us with the Holy Spirit. Let's ask God to give us this heavenly wisdom to understand the importance of time and how to redeem the time, how to use our time for the glory of God. What profits a man if he wins the whole world and lost his own soul? Nothing actually will profit you. Let us think about our eternity. Let us think about the second coming of the bridegroom. Lest, God forbid, some of us will find the door is shut. And the Lord says to these people, I do not know you. Depart from me. Let us pray that all of us, when we hear his joyful voice saying, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over what's least. I will appoint you over what's much. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.